everybody, Michael Rooker here, and you are listening to Cut to the Chase. Keep listening. Hey guys, this is Christy Carlson Romano, and you're listening to Cut to the Chase. Hey, what's going on? This is Thomas Ian Nicholas. Uh, you horror fans out there might know me as Bill Woodlake from Halloween Resurrection. Uh, and you are listening to Cut to the Chase. So let's do it. Cut to the Chase, man. Greetings, gentle folk. James DeVille, and you're listening to Lacey Lou on Cut to the Chase. This is Richard Reilly, and I'm on Cut to the Chase. And if you don't jump to any conclusions, you will hear me with Dan and Lacey. You have a podcast, like I do, and uh, it's called Cut to the Chase. I like that. Cut to the Chase. All right, here we go. You're listening to Cut to the Chase. Let me do another one. You're listening to Cut to the Chase. How about this is Michael Rosenbaum and you're listening to Cut to the Chase. Um, I don't know if yeah, it's Dan and Lacey. You're listening to This is Michael Rosenbaum, you're listening to Cut to the Chase with Dan Chase and Lacey Lou. How's that? Oh, and um Mike, you like it. If you like horror, you'll want to cut to the chase. The podcast, that is. I know I want to cut to the chase as soon as possible. And what do you know? Here it comes. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Skip to the Lou. I'm Lacey Lou, and with me, I'm super excited to talk about the creators of Teenage Euthanasia, Allison Levy. Levy? Is it Allison? Levy. Levy. You have no idea how like much I went back and forth in my head over <laughs> And Allison Nutting, how are you ladies today? Good, how are you? I'm awesome. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. I actually do a cartoon commentary podcast um, as well. So I'm, I'm going to do some of these episodes here soon. So I'm super excited. Oh, thank I just- you. Yes. Can you ladies tell me, uh, like, it's such a crazy creation and so morbid, but awesome. Um, Can you tell me uh, what inspired um, coming up with the premise of Teenage Euthanasia? Morbid, but awesome is such a wonderful description. Thank you. I think, (laughs) you know, I I think like that, that really does uh, get to kind of like the compass of where we were going with the show. We really wanted, you know, to do like a half hour animation that, you know, showcased weird women and really like leaned into a lot of the things that weird women, you know, think about and uh, worry about and uh, have anxieties about, uh, particularly like their relationships um, with one another and, and different generations of weird women. So we really wanted to take kind of, you know, there are three generations in this show that, that live in and work in the funeral home. And we really wanted to sort of like see like what an outsider woman in each of those generations uh, is, you know, thinking and dealing with and going through. Yeah. Like this last episode that you guys did the uh, vacation one, um, it really like hit a note for me because I just lost my grandma recently and um, sorry, but we would go to the casino and with my mom as well. And so this episode was amazing um especially when she's like you're not gonna help me with bingo are you and they're just like all (laughs) off going and doing their own thing (laughs) like how do you come up with the ideas for like what you're like 
So take the last example, for example, what, how did you come up with the idea? Is, are these based off of personal experiences? I mean, a lot of things do derive from personal experiences. I mean, this last one, Alyssa has, I think, had a lot of beauty uh, eyebrow fails. Um, We had been, you know, had sort of, we kept thinking like, we wanted to do a road trip episode, but we were like, what would set them off? Like what would be, and so a lot of the sort of dystopic stuff of like a bounty hunter drones or whatever, you know, what, what would they have done? Like, you know, I think Alyssa was, you know, right away to this eyebrow, multiple, you know, eyebrow fixes, like a spiraling out of control, um, uh, you know, that sort of continues throughout the episode. But I, I think like a lot of things, that's just a small one, but, you know, I, I think many, you know, my grandmother also used to um, go to the casinos every week as well. She used to take the casino bus from more in from Philadelphia to Atlantic City um, and play the slots. Like, I, I think, I don't know, a lot of it does come from just our own lives. It's a very personal show for such a crazy show. It's actually kind of personal. Yeah, no, it's like completely relatable, but like to the next extreme, obviously. (laughs) Um, What made you want to put it in, um, you know, the fantasy family and, um, you know, let's talk about the morbidity of it all of, you know, being in the funeral home business. Um, Where did that come about? I mean, I I think that a lot of it one of the nice things about animation and and satire and extreme humor is that it allows you to touch these very serious, heavy existential issues in ways that feel palatable and even fun and enjoyable. And so I, I think that that was something that you know, was kind of just on both of our minds, you know, I I think that sort of, you know, women in in particular kind of have, have a different, you know, sort of experience with or relationship to aging and, you know, to, to death and to, um, you know, having to sort of like carry on or suppress, you know, emotion and, and kind of like be a a familial backbone or keep memory alive. These are all things that we're, we're kind of thinking about and, and just wanting also to sort of have this more embodied representation of, of death where it didn't kind of feel so, precious and untouchable where it felt like it was, you know, a character in the show and an occupation and a a background and, you know, wallpaper at times that it's just so much a part of life that you can't not talk about it. I think that's something that's sort of like missing in, in our culture. And we we sort of, we had this idea that it ended up the where, where we are now, but we always had a character like that was trophy who was a re like a reanimated corpse. You know, we don't like to say zombie, but whatever, she doesn't <laughs> like a zombie, but she's a reanimated corpse. And that was a suicide. Um, so, you know, that was always, and that like sort of her second chance as this outsider that things have gone really wrong matches with like a teenage girl who feels re- like a real outsider in her family and school and life and sort of how they kind of bond or, or, or kind of uh, 
reciprocal nature between those two characters has been there from the beginning and it's just somehow kind of a I don't know interesting uh mother-daughter combo that we were really interested in figuring out no it's really cool plus you guys have like a lot of like pop culture references in there as well with like a twist like a like in the last episode, you know, you had Eugene and his eyebrows, as you mentioned, the eyebrow thing. I was dying. You had his little head as a cartoon. It was amazing. Um, now, you also have like a star lineup. Um, what is it like working with, um, you know, Tim, BB, Maria? And you also had some great guests, Loretta Devine uh, and Taryn Manning. I mean, it's always... Yeah, it's 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 we're, it feels super lucky with our main cast. It just they are the characters, and it's been really a creative, uh, you know, force for us to rely on that they're there, and and it's really fun. I mean, they're really fun to hang out with and get to work on the show. And then yeah, we've just been really lucky by you know having lots of people come in that to do you know one off characters that we get you know, I don't know. We've been just sort of lucky. I think people get offered things that are so crazy that they've never been offered that before or something. And then they get kind of excited to do it. Yeah. It's like, would you like to be a sentient teratoma on a teenager's <laughs> abdomen? and Crotch beetle, maybe? Uh, yeah. A lot of different. Yeah. Um, now Halloween is coming up. Um, do you guys plan on doing, um, and this is like the perfect show to do like Halloween episodes with, uh, do you have any fun specials planned for that at all? I would love to do a Halloween special episode next season. I think that would be so fun. You got it. You got it. Like this is the perfect setting to do this with. That. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love everything spooky season. So I'm Damn, so grateful. It's my favorite holiday. Ah, yes. Um, what would you guys say is the most challenging part of making, you know, an animated cartoon? I mean, in some ways it can be the lead time. You, you do sort of have to have a, a slight separation, at least for, you know, the, the, type and style of animation we do it's about 18 months you know kind of from like conception to delivery of the episode so you do sort of have to have a a small level of independence from current events you know in a way that that sort of some uh some live action or more immediate styles of animation might uh might not have to have um but that's also i think a gift that you know gives gives each episode a timeless quality that it can comment on reality um while not being sort of like lockstep with it do you guys have like a favorite scene out of all of the episodes that you've done um I i'll just do one i, I mean i have a lot i really I had a lot of fun. I, I was really into, we introduced these characters of the hags that are um, Baba's friends. And you know, I'm really, that is not a pejorative term. I'm very pro hag and self-identified hag. But I, um, the, when we meet them for the first time in the basement, um, it's in the episode where uh, Trophy is, and Annie are like going back through time and partying. But that just the the difference between just this quiet—they're all like playing um, 
solitaire on computers. I, I don't know. There's just something. And then, you know, Pete is, they, they had to bring the goat because Pete, Baba are glued to the goat. I don't know. It's just like kind of a classic comedy setup. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I was excited to pull something like that off because it's a very quiet scene. And yeah, anyway, that it makes me laugh every time. What about you, Alyssa? Do you have a favorite? Oh, gosh, I have so many. I mean, I do really love the crotch beetles. I loved season one when we kind of got to, you know, meet them and understand a little bit of like what their world is like in this season. There's a crotch beetle who has to go uh, up trophies, you know, back door through her digestive system to retrieve a key she swallowed. And the crotch beetle has to kind of like gear up in this like scuba slash biohazard suit before it goes spelunking, you know, in into her rectum. And I think that it's like adorable. I don't, <laughs> I don't know of any more adorable scene where a magic crotch beetle puts on a scuba suit to go into an anus uh, out there on television. I, I'm really proud that, you know, we got to sort of break the ground on that. That you got to go there. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, the show is really, really funny. Like there's so many like little one-liners there was like a moment at like the end of one of the episodes and uh, the dorky kid, he was like, sorry, I can't remember his name at the moment, but um, he was like, he was holding Annie's hand. He was like, you were my first Annie. Like, just like, little <laughs> it's like that. And it, it it's like hilarious. So I want to applaud you guys for that. Um, I also wanted to ask you guys, I ask everybody that comes on the show to recommend me a movie. So um, if you both could recommend me a movie, that'd be awesome. It can be anything. Okay. Um, I'll go kind of highbrow. Uh, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll say this uh, This Todd Haynes movie, Safe. Um, that's, I feel like people would really like it now, um, but I don't feel like a lot of people uh, are have watched it. Uh, it's Julianne Moore's in it. She is, is suffering from some kind of environmental allergy or not anyway I, I i'm a really big fan of that movie it's called safe safe it's yeah, probably no, from like the it. early 2000s or something well i will definitely be checking that out uh Alyssa? um i'll recommend a korean horror movie called the wailing uh wailing as in like screaming um it's not only terrifying it's also very very funny um, I think it's supposed to be. Um, if not, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've heard great praise of that one uh, being a horror book. I have not seen it yet, though. Oh, so, so good. <laughs> um, where can everybody find out um, all the updates on Teenage Youth in Asia? Follow you guys on social media. Yeah, we have an Instagram, um, which is just at Teenage Youth in Asia. Um, and yeah, our show is on max and an adult swim but basically the last episode is next week and then everything will live on max hopefully for a long time and that that's uh that's where we're at i guess and you can see all of season one um and uh almost all of season two after next week all of season two on max 
Are there any plans for a season three? Oh, we have lots of plans and <laughs> we're, um, you know, trying to figure out uh, exactly when we can start. But yeah, we're super uh, excited to keep going. Well, I want to thank you ladies so much for joining me. Honestly, open invitation anytime. Um, if you guys want to do a cartoon commentary with me or anything. Oh, it would be so, so fun. We'd love to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, would love to have you. Thank you so much. And everybody, be sure to check out Teenage Euthanasia on Max or Adult Swim. And the final episode drops on September 29th on Max. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>